for her contribution. It's none other than Andrune Veert. And uh, we talked to her about her nomination, but also about being a Paralympic athlete and just the dedication and hard work that comes with that as well. Andrune, a warm welcome to the show and thank you for your time. Thank you, Romy, for having me on the show. It's an honor to speak on Women's Day. Um, about the nomination and also, um, yeah, this opportunity. I really appreciate it. We, we're very happy to have you. But let's talk about the day itself. Do you celebrate? Do you commemorate? And what does this day mean to you? This day is quite a powerful day for all the women out there that um, faced a lot of challenges for us to be voiced and to be heard in the world we live in. I think it's a day and also it reminds you that every single day, um, as a woman, we need to remind ourselves that we're beautiful, we're radiant, we're worthy, and that we need to empower each other um, rather than compare each other with everything we do in life mm-hmm. and to celebrate victories together um, as a unit. And I think um, we've got to educate and be a voice together to teach people that um, obviously have gender-based violence and do not treat women equally, mm-hmm. um, to educate them how to do that and to respect um, one another. And I think it's not just being a, a female. I think we all, as humans, uh, we've got to respect each other. And if we do that, the world would be such a better place. Yeah, yeah. If we only all came together, you know, for this common cause. Let's talk about your journey and your dreams. As a Paralympic athlete, was this always your plan um, to go and represent uh, your country? Uh, was sport your thing? Or did you have other plans? Um, no, so I get, I'm getting quite a tear for I think it's because the Paralympic Games would have been the end of the month, uh, but despite COVID-19, which I think has um, thrown a lot of curveballs to many people in the sport industry and in working environments, everybody has been um, affected by the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, so it is quite emotional knowing that in a few weeks we would have had our opening ceremony. But um, being a Paralympic athlete and wearing my green and gold clothes, I'm absolutely honoured. And it's, it's definitely a dream that I had from a young age. Um, and being an um, athlete and a sports person, it helped me to overcome many obstacles and challenges in my life. And mm. encouraging mm. young kids to do sports, it really helps. So, yes, um, being a Paralympic athlete, I'm, I'm proud to be it, and it, it's definitely something I feel honoured. And it was a dream that I put on pa- pen and paper um, in 2018 when the Beijing Games was. I wrote on a piece of paper that I want to go to the London 2012 Paralympic Games, and mm. yes, I did. And I'm <laughs> able to still train for the next ones to come. That's amazing. Um, share your story as to being, obviously, I think, is, is it your right arm? We're below the elbow? Yes. yes. Yeah. So just share, does it make the sport difficult, easier, your challenges? I think a lot of people have, uh, they're not educated and they don't have knowledge about Paralympic sports and about disabilities. And I think that's um, also a great part, being a teacher, um, sharing that knowledge with them and with the world. Um, about disabilities and about our struggles. Um, we definitely just need to do things different and find a way to do, do, do things differently in the gymnasium and on the track. Um, so being a left congenital arm amputation, um, it is difficult to do a lot of exercises, but incredible people out there with prosthetic hands that make prosthetic hands help me to do movements um, quite normal Cause, mm. because what is normal actually in the world we live in mm. um, there is no such thing as normal we all are so different and unique so there are ways that we uh, that we can overcome our challenges um, and doing all the movement and things that we as as a dis- disabled athlete struggle to do so there's always ways um, to do things but do you see yourself as disabled um, I know I was doing my reading up about you and on you and what it is that you have achieved and I mean apart from 
yes, you you don't have the use of of your one arm. Um, do you feel disabled? No. Um, when I grew up, um, yes, I was quite bullied quite a lot in primary school. But my family and friends, they um, let me have a normal life, um, grow up and fall, and they picked me up, and they were there for me, and they helped me um, to, to try everything and do everything. Um, so in my primary school, yes, but no. If, now, if you ask me, I don't see myself as disabled and having one hand because I live a really um, good lifestyle, and I'm not, I think, my hand is part of me, but it does not define me. Mm. Uh, not having a hand is a part of me, but it does not define Andrene. That's more more than that. And I think that's important to tell everybody out there, is there's more than just, just you. There's, yeah, we've got to invest time in each other to find out what is beautiful um, of a person. So, no, I'm not defined by just my disability and my hand. Um, I sometimes actually forget I don't have a left hand, and I would stand <laughs> on the couch and uh, place my hand on the couch, and then I will fall because there's nothing underneath <laughs> it. Or, so, um, yes, yeah, so I, I actually think I have a left hand sometimes, mm-hmm. which is really funny. But is it a weird sensation, though, But because you, you carry on with life as if you do have both your limbs? Is it like a ghost feeling where you do feel like there is a limb, although there isn't? Um, I'm actually, I'm born with it, so I don't have a ghost feeling, but if you lost it, you do get that. So, no, I don't get that, but I do get winter's hands which is really tough. Um, I don't have a hand, but I get winter's hands, which is really funny. <laughs> but the blood circulation in my stump is quite bad. So in the winter, is, it's not great. Um, wearing my prosthetic hand and um, moving around with it because it's irritated and it's kind of frustrated. And it puts kind of like a, it, you think of your hand all the time, which is mm. not great. Mm. And that's not how I am. And I don't want to think of my hand all the time. I want to like live my day and do everything I want to do. So that's quite tough. The cool thing is I have an eye limp hand sorry, um, from OSA that I can use, and it's called IPD. It's a bionic hand that helps a oh, lot wow. uh, with moving around you know, from OSA. So that's been quite life-changing. So now I'm actually invested in, and I'm saying, you know what, I can't do that. But with mm. the hand, I can. Mm. So it's kind of making me see, you know what, you can do this now with that. So I'm more um, fine-tuned into what I can do and not do which is also cool. Um, but yeah, no. It is, it is. I'm just listening to you talk and I'm fascinated. And you said that you are in the teaching space. And so is it that sometimes, you know, kids, they say the darnest things where they do come up to you and, you know, blatantly ask as to, you know, what is wrong and where is your other arm? That's a good question. I get, I, um, when I sort of um, studying teaching, it was one of the questions where I was like, how can I explain to a kid what happened to my hand? It's, something that I thought, you know, it's going to be a challenge. And um, it's amazing how I believe that um, I've been gifted um, and from God to run and to teach. I think it's part of my passion um, to give back and, and to help kids, to show them that there's more than just a person. You've got to spend time with them to get to know them. It's not just um, me not having a hand. And that's exactly, I want to share a quick story. Uh, sure. When I did my teaching prac, a little girl um, saw my hand and she asked what happened. And I said, but God made me like this. And she looked at me and she she couldn't grasp the answer. And mm. I said to her, she asked the question again, but what happened to your hand? And I said, but God made me this way. So she took three steps back and she said, sure, but God was ugly with you. But mm. three days later, she whispered in my ear and asked me where she can get a hand like that. And that's exactly oh, what wow. it is. Um, if people see what you can do, they want that. So with time, um, 
my kids in my class um, learned my heart. They learned who I am and they fell in love with PT. And PT normally does puppet shows with the cast and roll with toilet paper. <laughs> and, um, and they love it. Um, and they love holding my hand when I read stories. And they, they actually celebrate that. That's the beauty of That it. is um, amazing. That is a beautiful story. And obviously now with your, with your prosthetic hand, the hand that you, you, know, you, you can do things with, I'm sure that you must be like the coolest teacher on the planet. Well, I'm not teaching at this moment. I'm just an athlete now. I stopped teaching um, to fully focus on the Paralympic Games. Mm-hmm. But I'm excited when I do go back uh, to show them my hand and to show them what, what, what I can do with it. And I think it's going to be every morning I need to show them what um, my, new, my new hand can do. So I think it's going to take a while to let, let them get used to it. Um, but I'm excited to show that um, to them as well. Is it difficult to do the two, you know, where you do have a career and still wanting to invest in the sport that you love and do them both full time? Um, yes, it's difficult. That's the reason where we I'm very privileged to be married to a incredible husband who supports me and my family as well, um, that support my dreams. So um, um, it's our 30th anniversary this year, September. And in 2018, um, he told me that he really wants me to fully focus on my athletic career for the next two years leading up to Tokyo 2020, which is now 2021, mm. um, to fully focus on that. And um, that made me just do that. Um, but having a career in both, I think it's difficult for everybody out there doing two. Um, when I did teach and um, athletics together, it, it was very difficult um, emotionally as well because kids, um, you t- kind of, kind of in it, it takes a lot of emotional strain off you. Um, and I also taught special need kids, so it was quite, it quite, it was quite tough. Um, mm-hmm. So that was difficult, definitely difficult. But um, unfortunately, we don't have a lot of support um, in South Africa if you just want to focus on it alone. And I think that's something that I want to raise as well. Seeing that we need to be a voice, is that um, that will be looked at in the future for our generation that people will invest in athletes and support them um, because we're really raising um, SO flag high, especially yes. the Paralympic athletes. Yeah. How do you feel now? I mean, the hard work is put in and then there's COVID-19 and then there's a lockdown and then there's this worldwide pandemic that brings us all to our knees. And you've put in the work, Andrine. It's not like you can undo that, you know. Do you feel a little hard done um, by what has happened? Yeah, it's tough. When you speak, I kind of like I got to kind of let myself ground and think, you know what, it's not just me. That's the one thing that pulled me through is I'm not the only one in this. Mm-hmm. There's so many being affected by this, but it is tough. Um, we were in such a um, high, sh- um, high shape. Look at me now speaking. Such a high um, on, our, on the track, and we ran PBs, and we were on peak with everything going on, and then mm-hmm. the lockdown and COVID came, which um, you know, kind of turned our world upside down, and we needed to change and train in, indoor and um, do different type of exercise, and, that, and that's a challenge as an athlete. But, um, yeah, I just keep reminding myself I'm, the, I'm not the only one. Um, I'm excited to be part of 2020 and 2021 Tokyo Paralympic Games because it's going to be amazing year next year. And I'm, I'm, in everything that we're going to do, it's going to be incredible to celebrate with all the, all the humans around the world yes. that we, we won COVID-19, we're over that, and we can celebrate and hug and be there and do great things because that's what the human race is. We've mm. got to celebrate mm. and be there for one another. And I'm excited to be part of that. Um, to, to be part of that movement of positive things and not negative like yeah, this year yeah. has quite been. Was there a moment where you did cry? Where you did <laughs> just think, no way. 
you know, because this is the focus. Your husband says to you in 2018, you know, move away from from teaching and focus on your goal. And then obviously the goal is closer and closer and closer. And then all of a sudden it just moves further and further. Did you cry? Um, yes, I'm crying now. I know, I can hear. <laughs> and I'm crying here too because I'm a big baby. Mm. Uh, so, you know, it is tough. Um, 2019, I had an incredible year on the track. Um, incredible. I ran PBs. I ran every step of the way. I felt I was connected with God. It was, a, it was the performances that happened was just glory to him that he made that possible. And it was incredible. And it made me excited for this year. I currently have a world record in the 400, which I'm still amazed yes. by because it yes. God did that. So last year was this boom and I was excited to come to 2020. And now you know what? Those other athletes, those seven other athletes in the other lanes, they, they're coming for me and we're going to put on a race. And I was excited about that because as a sport person, um, I'm excited about people challenging themselves and challenging you to be the best mm. you can. Mm. Um, I don't want to win easily. I want to want them to also go and train hard, to work hard, to come back. So that is tough. And yes, I had a lot of fears. Um, I'm not wasting it a lot, but it would have been my last Paralympic game. Um, we wanted to start start a family, and um, I felt like, you know what, I had 10 years in the sport, um, and disabled sport, and also representing South Africa, and I felt, you know what, it's a next phase, a next journey for me to go into. But mm-hmm. unfortunately, the COVID-19 came, and I still have this excitement and fire in me to run, and I'm not going to let this COVID-19 stop me from doing that. So... It was tough, and I think I'm going to have a lot of more tears in this month leading up to the Games. It would have been. Mm, um, mm. But we've got to celebrate the beauty and the positive things going on now. And, yeah, and um, life, COVID-19 has taught us also quite a lot um, in a good way, in time and quality and all that. So that's important as well. So family has been put off. Small and Renee's are only coming after. <laughs> yes, <laughs> after 2021. Okay, yes, okay, yeah. So everything moved uh, moved out a little bit. What does awards mean to you and recognition for what it is you've done in your sport as a Paralympian? Um, definitely an honor, privilege. Um, I think this nominee from G-Sport is also close to my heart because G-Sport is a platform to celebrate women in sport mm. and to be recognized as women in all sporting codes. And gender-based violence does not happen in G-Sports because all sports are equal. And it's amazing to see how many different sporting codes get recognition. So it's definitely an honor and privilege. And as well, nobody sees the behind the scenes. Mm. The, the, the Andrene that's on the track vomiting or the Andrene thinking, how am I going to do this session? Yeah. Or the Andrene pushing through. Or some days you think, how is this just possible? How did I just do this? Mm. And people don't see that. And being recognized and nominated for things is really, it's, it's really nice to have that. Um, to know what your hard work is seen. Um, and also to be a voice. Um, to share that with people and to help other Paralympic athletes and women mm. um, to inspire them and young youngsters as well, leading up a lot of um, young females stop doing sport uh, because your body grows and you struggle and you don't have finances. But I really believe that you can do anything if you put your mind to it and you put it on pen, pen and paper. And I think that's um, yeah, that's why it's an honor to be a nominee and be recognized um, as awards come to your way. Yeah, at the end of the month, and congratulations on that. If it is that there is a moment where you wanted to give up, Andrene, or just something that pulls you through, because I think we all, I mean, we all hit our lows uh, as human beings. We've got downs and ups and downs. But if there's a word, perhaps, or a pearl of wisdom that you can leave us with, something that pulls you uh, from, you know, the lowest moments you've been in, what would that be? 
So definitely when you ask the question, why? It came up to me, the word why. Our group is run free and we are family and we are, we are a Christian-based group and we believe that um, our coaches are driven with, with God and we are a team and she invests quite a lot in us to grow. And one of the main things our group focuses on is why you do something. So I done why you do something. If it's in sports and if you're life, in your life, in your business career, whatever you take on, embark on, is why do you do it? Mm. Because if you know your why, the rest comes so much easier. Mm. And when that injuries come and when that difficult times comes when you want to cry and you feel, you know what, I can't do this, then you go to your why. And I promise you, it's kind of like you get a reboost, like an injection, <laughs> telling you know what, you've got strength again and you can go and fulfill that dream that you want to go and achieve. And that's very important to me to encourage everybody to go and write it down why you do something in your I love life. that. The why. Do you reflect yes. on the why when you are on the track and you're running? Is it time yes. for that at all? Or is your focus completely elsewhere? No, I truly believe um, something that has happened in my heart last year. Um, I've, I've learned so much in my sporting career and also after being married for three years. Um, you learn quite a lot of yourself and you grow as a person. And one of the things is to reflect. Um, so being on a track is it's like my space where it feels like I'm almost like going shopping and having coffee and <laughs> all the beautiful things. That's the same thing for me running. It energizes me. It makes my heart keep a beat. It gives me goosebumps. And I think that's because I have a passion mm. and I'm using the gift mm. um, for it. But I definitely I'm very aware of how I feel on the track. And I'm aware of my movements. I'm aware of that. And I, tr- I truly believe it's because I'm so invested in it, in my why and in this gift and developing it that I'm so in awe um, of what happens on the track with my body and how I feel and that's why it's so important to really put invest in reflecting and time spend time with yourself it always sounds so selfish but if you spend time with yourself you will grow in a better person and that's important I really enjoyed talking to you, Andrune. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your time. Thank you for sharing with us here on the Touchline. And everything of the best. Uh, Timmy T and I will be keeping an eye on the G Sport Awards. And, uh, yeah, we hope to chat to you post those awards. Um, uh, Come rain or shine, either way, we'd love to have you back. Thank you so much. And a happy Women's Day to you as well. And enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Thank you. Happy Women's Day. Andrune Veyers there chatting to us, a Paralympian. And yeah, so honest, so open. I mean, even the tears flowed here for me as, you know, she reflects as to what was going to be and all those margins having moved back, you know, 2020, 2021 now, having put in all the hard work. And I think I felt the same way pretty much when I realized that we were not going to have a comrade Comrades Marathon. Not that I run the Comrades, but I turn on my television and I cheer and I scream. And we've been doing it as a family since Bruce Fordyce's days. And so my heart broke for everybody who put in that effort, you know. And again, she says, it's not just her. The world over, we're all going through the same emotions. And I think it would be different if we weren't. So good luck, Andrune. It was actually just such a beautiful moment. Your why. So I think, yeah, that's the theme of today. Why? Why do you do what you do and let your why carry you? Have you got something on your mind?